0: It's the More Than Medicine Podcast with Dr. Chan. Welcome to episode number six of the More Than Medicine Podcast. Today's episode is on the topic of antidepressants, which is a very common question I get asked when I see my patients and something that is more and more oftenly prescribed when you see your GP or psychiatrist regarding mental health issues. Before we go into the topic, a quick disclaimer, this podcast is out just to educate, empower and entertain the public. Individual circumstances always vary and I would take all the advice from the podcast to your appropriate health professional. Also, I'd like to quickly recap the four parts of the More Than Medicine Model for Good Healthy Living. It's an easy acronym to remember and it goes by N triple M. The first N starts for nutrition, and nutrition is the knowledge, the habits, and the psychology behind making healthy choices with what you eat. Uh, An example of this is the choice to deliberately avoid the aisle that has all the delicious junk food at the shopping when you go for your groceries every week. The first M stands for movement. Movement is about regular and consistent movement that helps to keep your muscles as well as your nervous system strong. And very importantly, creating a pattern of movement that is not only achievable, but also enjoyable. The second M stands for mindset and mindset we spoke about in episode number four about how you see the world and how you approach situations. It's very common for two people to see the exact same situation with a very different perspective. The final M stands for motivation, and motivation is the driving force behind why you do things. We can use motivation both positively and negatively to achieve our goals, both in health and in other areas of life. So without further ado, let's go into the topic of antidepressants. It's very common at work that I see people with issues surrounding their mental health. And quite commonly, physical symptoms will actually be a result of a mental health issue. An example of this is headaches. Quite commonly, a headache is caused by a type of headache called a tension headache. And this is the result of increased tension, muscular and otherwise, in the neck, forehead, and face of a person. And this tension's not coming from nowhere. Obviously, we sit in front of our computers and our phones all day. But a lot of the time, anxiety, as well as depression, can result in this type of headache. Now, often these days, if you see your GP, they will recommend that you try a medication, which is called an antidepressant. And while it's not a substitute for the other key features in good health and mental health that we just spoke about in the N triple M model, it can be helpful in certain scenarios, which I will discuss very shortly. But before we go into antidepressants, I guess I wanna speak about some really simple things that people can try before they have to go into the path of medication. For example, if you're not eating well, or you eat irregularly at strange times, or not enough food for that matter, you're not gonna feel very good. And by simply having a regular structured meal plan throughout the week, especially breakfast, you'll probably start to feel better. Furthermore, if you are sitting or laying down all day and not doing much movement, well, you're probably not going to be feeling very vital and energized. And we know for a fact that doing some regular physical activity can actually be just as good as taking an antidepressant, with often far less side effects. Furthermore, if you've got a harmful or maladaptive mindset, um, you will obviously have quite a negative view of the world and seeing a counsellor or learning how to improve your own psychology can be very helpful for your mental health. So you can see all these parts of the N triple M model can be very important ways to improve your mental health without any external medications involved. Sometimes though, these steps can be quite difficult, especially if a person is very unwell with severe anxiety or depression or other more serious medical health conditions that are involving their mental health. Some people have tried all of these things and are still not getting any progress and continue to suffer symptoms of depression or anxiety. And so at this point their GP or psychiatrist may recommend certain types of medications. The most common of which being an antidepressant. Now it's important to know that just taking this tablet will not fix the problem. But it can be a very helpful tool. An analogy I often give to my patients with regards to these medications is thinking that you have a broken leg. Because sometimes feeling depressed or anxious can be very similar to feeling disabled with a broken leg. You can't get around, you can't do the things that you know you should be doing, and you're often in a lot of pain, in this case, more psychological pain. And so, often if you have a broken leg, you might need to get around with something like crutches or a wheelchair. And by doing this, you can start to do things that you know you should be doing, whether it's, uh, Meeting up with some friends or making a meal. And in the same way, an antidepressant can help you to get back into doing the things that you know you should be doing. So let's delve a little bit deeper into these curious medications. Antidepressants, at least the way we know them, were developed somewhere in the early 1970s and the most famous of which was one called Prozac. This came out from the United States and at the time it was a real modern marvel. Everyone thought, we have solved depression. You just take this medication and all your troubles go away. How wrong we were. Things were a little bit more complicated and a bit more subtle than that. How do they work? Well, In reality, we don't really know the exact mechanism of how these medications work. But we do know that they try to improve the balance of chemistry within the brain and the nervous system to try and improve mood. When people have been depressed or have suffered anxiety, particularly for a long period of time, the way that their brain works changes and the combination of neurotransmitters, these are the little chemicals that send signals within your brain making you feel a certain way, they change in both amount and balance. And so when you start to take these medications, what they're trying to do is to balance certain neurotransmitters within your brain to a more, you could say, normal level. What this does is it helps to reduce the severity of certain distressing symptoms similar to how a painkiller i guess can reduce the severity of symptoms from a headache for example when you start taking an antidepressant many people will be concerned about the potential for side effects and this is very legitimate antidepressants do have a range of side effects of varying severity the most common side effect that people get are quite simple ones, things like feeling a little bit nauseous, maybe having a bit of diarrhea, a headache, maybe some change in your sleep pattern. And the vast majority of these side effects tend to go away within the first two to four weeks. It's often worth persisting with them as once these side effects start to go away, the improvement of symptoms will actually start to kick in in some people antidepressants can actually make your symptoms a little bit more severe so you might feel a bit more anxious or even a little bit more depressed for the first couple of weeks we speculate that this is when your brain is rejigging the types of neurotransmitters that there will be certain symptoms that become a bit more intense however similarly with the first group of side effects these tend to improve after the first two to four weeks. And it's important to be in touch with your GP and follow up during this period. And obviously, if it becomes too severe, we may decide to give this one a miss. The other side effect that starts to kind of come in a little bit later in the picture is a certain numbing effect. So people will often say that their lows are a lot less low but also their highs are a bit less high. And this is part of the effect of what an antidepressant is doing. In a sense, it's turning a very chaotic brain into one that's a little bit more controlled. And so the lows will be a little bit more controlled, but that also means there's a reduction in the highs at the same time. One of the less talked about side effects, particularly with a certain group of antidepressants called the SSRIs, of which the Prozac and a few other more common ones such as Lexapro and Zoloft are a part of, are the sexual side effects that can come with these medications. Commonly, these include reduced libido and interest in sex. Now, a caveat with this is When people are quite depressed or anxious, their sex drive tends to drop quite a lot. And most of the time, people are okay with this short-term issue, as long as they get out of the hole that they're kind of dug into. But important things are you need to speak to your GP if you start to experience side effects like this, or anything else that seems just a little bit strange. And in discussion with your doctor, you can either look at, well, Do we persist or do we need to stop these medications? And it's important to note that you can always stop this medication. It's just that you need to do it a little bit slower than say something like Panadol or Ibuprofen. And it's something I'll speak about later in this podcast. The second important thing to acknowledge is that antidepressants, unlike a lot of other medications, take a little bit of time to have an effect. How long? Generally, most of them will kick in within about two to four weeks, however, sometimes you do need to wait even longer, up to eight weeks before the full effects of the medication are affecting you. Having patience is very important in this situation. Often we do want to feel better and that's where the other components of the health model are really important. However, more often than not, most people will experience some improvement in their symptoms within that two to four week frame. And you should be following up with your GP in that time frame to see how things are going. Finally, it's very important that you do take these medications daily. Uh, Taking it just when you remember is unfortunately not good enough. And you may prolong how long it takes for you to start to get some improvement. Furthermore, by taking it regularly, you're kind of giving your brain a bit of a message that you're doing something consistently to improve your health. Now, let's say you've been taking the medication and you're starting to see some improvements. Some of those dark symptoms that you were experiencing when you first saw your doctor are starting to improve. You're also starting to do a little bit of exercise. You're starting to see a counselor and making some progress on the way you think about problems in your life. How long should you stay on this medication for? Now, this really depends on a situation by situation basis. In some people, particularly if your mood has been triggered by a more acute situation, you know, a bad breakup or a loss of a job, and those things are starting to improve often you may only need to stay on the medication for a few months, no less than I usually say six months, but sometimes you can come off the medication earlier if you're really doing very well. However, in a lot of other people, especially if they've been suffering from mental health issues for quite a while, they do need to take these medications longer term. And in some cases, some people take it lifelong because they've recognized that the benefits of being on the medication far outweigh the negatives of the medication itself. This is something obviously you need to speak with your own uh, health practitioner with, uh, as it's a very unique case-by-case situation. And when you do decide, if you do, to come off an antidepressant, it's important to do it in conjunction with your GP or psychiatrist. Um, antidepressants are not medications that you should come off very quickly all of a sudden especially not cold turkey they generally need to be weaned down and this will usually take several weeks uh, especially if you've been on a medication for a while furthermore you'll probably want to make sure that you've had pretty solid mental health for the last few months before you start to do this and that you can foresee the next few months are going to be fairly smooth sailing, that there aren't going to be too many stressful events coming up in the horizon. So in summary, antidepressants can be a very useful tool if you're suffering from mental illness, but remember they are not the only part of getting better from depression, anxiety, or other forms of mental illness. They are merely a stepping stone to getting you back To a healthy lifestyle that provides you with good physical and mental health. Think of your mental health like a table with four legs. The antidepressant or the medication that your doctor prescribes is merely one leg, and if you only relied on that leg, well you couldn't really call it a table, let alone anything that's stable. The other legs of the table are things that we've already spoken about having a good lifestyle. That means eating well, doing some form of exercise and having a good routine to your day. Second leg, having some mental health guidance, whether it's through a psychologist or a counselor. And the third leg, in addition to the medication, is having good social connection. Now all these things are obviously much easier said than done. And that's why there is the importance of medication in certain scenarios. So there we go. A very quick summary of some of the most common questions I get asked about antidepressant medication. I hope it was helpful. And as always, please take care. And I'll speak to you next time. It's the More Than Medicine Podcast with Dr. Chua.